Hello, everyone. Welcome to She's an Outlander, a podcast dedicated to the television show Outlander. My name is Stacy, And I'm Brittany. And welcome, friends, to our, um, you know, episode or, you know, recap. I still don't know what to call them. Recap, play-by-play, walkthrough, retelling, whatever you want of um table reading our table read our reenactment um of season four episode our asmr our our asmr session um so episode three of season four um is is where we're at now so uh get ready get ready for this friends uh-oh. Will you get ready for this, Brittany? There's <laughs> as I was watching the episode last night. Oh god. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, Brittany's gonna be so fucking mad here. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, to be fair, I was just gonna and you'll know. Oh, I I know you and I know how you're gonna play this. And it was this was the episode that did it for me on a certain character, so I have a feeling you're gonna be the same. <laughs> Me and Roger are gonna have some problems. <laughs> if I know you the way I think I do, oh. <laughs> so All right, let me just like make, get ready to rumble here. She's like stretching her shoulders. Get she's ready. Like, she's like ready to go. <laughs> do this. Do this thing. Um. Okay. So for this episode, okay. So um, season four, episode three, titled "The False Bride." Um, and it's written by Jennifer Yale and directed by Ben Bolt. Um, okay. So new name. So, right. I know new names. Welcome to the team. Um, okay. So we've got our recap. We've got our Come on through. Let's see if you can stay or must go. Yeah. Must you go? I haven't, you know, haven't seen a while. Our good old, our good old pal, Metin Houston. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I was going to call him Mutton, and I, that's why I paused. I was like, no, it's not Mutton. The name is not Mutton. What? what? Metin? Metin. Metin Houston? Um, okay. <clears throat> okay, so we start. This episode opens, and we are, it says Inverness 1970. Um, oh. Inverness 1970. And we are at... Um, Clearly, we're at the Reverend, like the Reverend Wakefield's house, like that home. Okay. And there's like a movie. Wait, when did when, when did when did when did Claire? Sixty eight. Um. Oh my, Lanta! If you hear my dog, I'm sorry. He's very <laughs> sassy this morning. You know what? That's um. Okay. It we all was, have sassy pops. Uh. It was 1968. I believe. Okay, 68. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah. So it was. Ni- it was. So it would have been. But I remember, it was like basically the end because it was like. Christmas. Oh yeah, it was Christmas. So it was like. So, so it's been like a year. So it, it was the very end of 68, right? When, is okay. when she went back. So okay, yeah, so she's she, been gone for- Ew, are they married already? I'm gonna have to kill Roger. <laughs> no, okay. So we see that there's like- Oh, um, Jamie kills Roger. That'd be fun. <laughs> You're killing me. Oh, and it's so- Because Roger hasn't even done anything at this I point. I just know. I just- I know, like, I, First time I met him, didn't like him. Did you had an issue? Because when, when I first watched the show, I was loving him. I really, Mm-mm. I was like, you know what? He, I Something he, very presumptuous like, I, about I like, him. I, I think he, like. and I was like, I think he kind of has a thing for Claire. I don't well, blame him. Well, that's weird too. Don't that blame was him. Weird. That was She's like, a very and then went for the lady. daughter and then like just showed up and then like looked at the family. And he helped her find Jamie. He helped her find Jamie. That I feel like there was alternative motives though. That was just because he wanted to see Brie, which you feel like a creepy stalker. Get out of here. Go away, Roger. It's too much. Too much. Roger. Okay. So, so yes, Inverness 1970, right? There's a moving truck outside and in, and in the house, 
the front living room area is like most of the furniture's gone and Roger's just kind of sitting there playing guitar and then we see remember remember our, our friend Fiona oh Fiona oh yeah so she comes in with her husband fiance I don't really know I think his name's Ernie they walk in so it's, it's clear like they're moving some of their stuff in and like Roger's moving some of his stuff out oh, okay so like um so he comes in he stops playing and Fiona's like oh when do you stop playing anyway they have this banter back and forth um and he basically says to them, like, congratulations on your new home. So clearly, like, they're moving in. Oh, He's decided okay. to give the house to them. So they're moving in, and then he gives them – this must be, like, a Scottish tradition. He basically gives them, like, salt and, like, champagne. I guess it's, like, a housewarming thing. You know, some people give you, like, a loony for good luck. For those of you in the world that don't know what a loony is, <laughs> it's a $1 coin here. Who gives – who does that? I've never heard. I of that. got we got a loony when we came in here. It's like what? it's it's like a housewarming. Oh, this seems like a very buck. weird Northern Ontario, uh, Southern Ontario thing. Anyway, Just like what are they called? Stag and does. Listen, buck, buck and does, stag and does. I call them stag and does. Stag and does. It took me forever to figure out what the heck these things were when I first moved down to the south of Ontario. That's <laughs> not a thing. What's a stag and does? There's a thing around here. I know it's not a thing everywhere though. That's weird. And this given a loony thing, never heard of that. But anyway, so he has like a jar of salt and he's like, you know. If you don't know what a loony is, you probably don't know. Even funnier is a toonie. A loony and a toonie. This is real currency, friends. It's real. Our, our $5 bills also had kids playing hockey on the back for a while. So. Yeah. And everyone. Our, mon- that- our money is fun. Okay. Our money yeah. is fun. Everyone thought $20 bills smelled like maple syrup. I swear they did when they first came out. I, en- I enjoy that they're all different colors too. It makes Same. it real easy to tell what you're grabbing when you go for your wallet. Also, it's Sorry, a rainbow in there. Sorry, Americans. All yeah. your bills look the same. The you same. really got to really read hard. really hard. It's really confusing. Our bills yeah. are all different colors. So you're never going to And also you can them. like think you have a lot of money, but it's all ones. You're like, oh no, I'm poor. You're like, God damn it. <laughs> Shit. A lot of money. <laughs> you're like, crap. I meant to give them a $1 bill and I gave them a 20. Shit. Yep. Um, but yeah, so he's like, you know, salt for life's tears. May we always be happy ones. May you have flavor in your life. You'll need it. I don't know. Anyway, I guess salt is like to have flavor in your life. I don't know. Whatever. So anyway, or they have heart or what is it? Heart disease? Or no high blood, high uh, blood, high blood pressure. For <laughs> salt, high. But anyway, so they pop the champagne open and cheers and all that kind of stuff. And um Ernie says something. Anyway, can can you tell I'm not super into? <laughs> yep, I, that's okay. I'm not either. I don't even care about these people. Anyway, who the hell's Ernie? Don't care. Roger, don't care. Get out of here. But anyway, so just someone give me the Brianna wishing or marshmallow. Them well, right? Good lord. And so then Roger hands over the keys to them, mm-hmm. and you know, and just basically says like, "Good luck." And then Fiona's like, Fiona says to Ernie, I think, "Oh, Roger, Roger's headed to America for a Scottish festival." And the fiance's like, "You're leaving Scotland to go to a Scottish festival?" And I was like, "Fair point." <laughs> <laughs> and then Roger says like, "Oh, I was invited to play," so he's invited because. Roger is a little bit of a musician too, so he was invited to. He's more and more annoying. <laughs> so he was invited to to go play, right? And Fiona's like, and and Roger's like, and and then Fiona's like, Roger's courting a lass in America, and Fiona's Scottish accent is so thick too. Do you remember it from season two or three? Where she was like, "Would you like? Would you like a scone?" Yes, I was gonna. I was gonna say, "Yeah, Fiona, the lady with the biscuits." But yeah, scone. The lady, yeah, Mrs. Graham's, the lady with the biscuits. Mrs. Graham's granddaughter. Yeah, the mm-hmm. lady with the biscuits. So she's like, "Roger's courting a lass in America. She's studying engineering at MIT in Boston." 
And then, and then she's like, Ernie, be, this is the first time I knew this dude's name was Ernie. She's like, Ernie, be a dear and let the removal men, instead of the moving guys, the removal men know where to place the furniture. I'll see Roger off. So they go and Fiona and Roger are talking and Fiona's like, oh, so when's the last time that you saw Brianna? And Roger says she visited me at Oxford during our summer break. And then we spent Christmas together again in Boston, but it's been a while. So we can get the sense that they're having some sort of like long distance thing. Cause it's been probably like okay. a year and a yeah. half kind of deal. Cause Claire's been gone over a year and a half at this point. So they had yeah. one more Christmas together. She's visited him at Oxford. You know, he's gone to Boston, um, you know, and he's like, we write and have the occasional telephone call. Those long distance bills. Plus the time change. That's a, that's a bitch to have those conversations, but he's like, you know, but with my teaching and her studies, you know, it's kind of hard to keep up. So they probably haven't seen each other, actually seen each other like a ton. And then Fiona's like, you have to tell her. And Roger's like, what? Um, and she's like, well, I may not read tea leaves with like my granny, but I can see that you're in love with her. <laughs> and, um, and Fiona's like, now go get her. And and we're like, Fiona, stop this encouraging. Yeah, okay, Fiona, nobody asked you. This is like the scones all over again. Nobody wants this. Nobody wants a scone, Fiona. Nobody wanted a scone. Nobody wants your stupid advice right now, okay? You're probably lovely, but you're really irritating me, and I don't like your husband's name. All I can think of, Bert and Ernie, and I just can't take this seriously. Um, And then he's like, thanks, B. I'll see ya. So now we cut to the next scene. Now we're back. We're back in our regular time now, which is weirdly the past. Um, So we're back at River Run. It's still clear. It's clearly, it's like the next morning now after the shit show of, of last episode. Yeah. It's next morning. That was a lot. Are they still in the shitty place or have they left? Well, they're at River Run now. So it's like, it's immediately the next morning. Oh oh my God. We don't even get like a break for, no, it's immediately, it's immediately the next morning. Right. Um, and so everyone's just horrified. Well, so Claire's on the front porch looking on the verge of tears, like at all times, like she cannot get out of here fast enough. Right. No, I'd be like, get me the fuck out of here right now. Go. So now it's Jamie and Joe Castor in the parlor talking and it's very clear like they're pa- like their stuff is being packed up like they're on the way leaving and Jamie's just talking to Joe Casta in the parlor and Joe Casta's like you know I guess there's no changing your mind and Jamie's like you know I like we must leave and then she says like I wanted so badly for you to stay that I I thought that perhaps in time you might begin to love River Run as I do and accept the the ways that are different here and he's like I'm sorry auntie I'll only be master to my own soul Jamie coming in with the lines. Um, And then she says, you know, where will you go? And then he said that Jamie's like, okay, well, we'll keep to the plan that we had before we arrived. So I'll take Ian back to Wilmington. He'll board a ship home and then we'll travel West towards the mountains. I heard there's a town with a great number of Scottish settlers there. And Joe Casta says, I Willems Creek. Um, And so then Jamie's like, you know, Claire can practice her healing. I can find work as a printer. And Joe Casta with the, the greatest Scottish scoff I've ever heard in my life, where she's like, "Oh, a printer." <laughs> like, okay, Miss, calm your little judgmental butt down and go marry your weird wolf person, <laughs> Mister Lieutenant Wolf. And so Jamie's like, "Oh, and now and I'll return this." So the bag of money that was supposed to be in his his inheritance, the coin that he got, mm-hmm. he's like, "Here, I'm gonna return this." And she's like, "She's like, no, 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 you you keep it. I insist." And Jamie's like. I'm not going to accept money that I didn't earn. And then Jocasta's like, 
Don't let your pride stand in the way of your family's security. Um, well, yeah, all your jewels got stolen there, Jamie. Like Just Jamie, take let the money. Let your rich auntie give you some of this money. Plus, you've been through some needed. traumatic things. I think this is like a payoff for her being just putting you guys through the ringer there through the ringer right um and she says okay ulysses will get you know we'll ready the horses and a wagon for you to carry provisions then that will get you where you need to go um and he'll provide you with a rifle and some pistols as well so angel cast is coming in clutch with some of the other here's some okay, money here's some I'm food sure here's yeah, some weapons you're gonna need some weapons yep it's can be it, it's helpful you know because otherwise yep. they'd really like what would they do they'd be so screwed i mean um, if they stayed out of boats they'd probably be okay yeah right and so then jamie's like i i'm grateful and then jocasta says and one last thing and she takes him to there's like this big chest this box that she opens up and inside we see there's like these really beautiful like silver like candlestick holder things okay and and jocasta says these were these were your mothers um it was the I, candlestick in the den Okay. Okay. Mr. Clue. Yellow. What is it? Curdle Cur- Cur- mustard. mustard. Curdle mustard with the, candle, with the ah. candlesticks in, in the library. Mr. Yellow. Oh my is gosh. It? I don't know. It's Curdle mustard. Curdle mustard. <laughs> Look, I knew he was yellow. Okay. But yes. Yeah, so she says, "These were your mothers. I know that she'd want you to have them." And he's like, "Thank you. I'll treasure them." And then she says to him, you know, no good comes over grieving what's already lost, but I, what I wouldn't give to be able to look up on your face just once. And they say goodbye to each other and da da da. And then now, and then now the next scene is like Ian and Jamie are walking around the house. They're doing a walk and talk. And, okay. um, and you can tell they're like arguing about something. And Jamie's like, I already told you, no, I made a promise to your parents that I would see you home safe. Like you belong with Uh, them. And Ian's like, well, it was a promise that you shouldn't have, that you shouldn't have made. Like, I don't belong to anyone. And then Jamie's like, you're too young to be on your own. And Ian's like, well, I'm not on my own. I'll be with you and Auntie Claire. (laughs) (laughs) And Jamie's like, you're going home. And then Ian's like, um, do you not recall that you sailed to France when you were younger than I am now? By the time you were my age, you were fighting in a war. And they're really doing the Scottish scoff today because Jamie's like, oh, and he's like, I, it may have been a war, but the country, but the country was civilized. You know, there are savages and dangers here that you don't yet know. And you're like, okay, Jamie, I get it. Calm though. it it's down a, there, James. It's, a, it's, um, it's an unknown world. At least the dangers of Scotland and France were known. It's like, this is like the, the yeah. unknown, you know, towns that are t- a year and a half old <laughs> and just like a lot of wilderness. So like, I get it, but don't love the word savages, savages, Jamie. Nope. Didn't love that. Um, Although I'm sure they also refer to other Highland clans as savages. So that's true. You know, that's but I don't know if it makes term. it better. This is true. Um, and then he's like, and then Ian returns, he's like, dangers we dinna yet can. And then he's like, and what of those that I do know? The dangers I've already faced, I've been set upon by pirates twice. Kidnapped. You're not making a great, that's not a great (laughs) tact for this argument there, Ian. You're not supposed to be like, being with you, I've already, already almost been, been killed this, this, this. a million times. That's well, not like, like going to be like, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> We're really safe together. It's great. Well, Come along. It's great. He's like, I've already been set upon by, by pirates twice, kidnapped, thrown into a pit, sailed through a hurricane. Um, before we came here, I saw th- things through the eyes of a boy, but the things that I, but you know, but the things I've seen have changed me. I'm not the same lad you knew in Scotland. I'm a man free to call 
the place I choose home. And Jamie's like, apparently this has been a convincing plea to Jamie because Jamie just kind of chuckles and he's like, fine, I'll not stand in your way any longer. I'll write to your mother and father. And then he's like, no, a man writes his own letters. Word oh, of Jesus. And Ian. then he goes, he goes, word of my decision to stay in America will come from me. And then Jamie's like, fine, go write your letter then. Like we, your mother is going to come today. and skin you. She's going to send you a howler. Yeah. Um, he's like, okay, go write your letter. We leave today. So now we're outside. Uh, oh no. So Claire now enters the parlor. So she's clearly going to bid Jocasta, uh, adieu. Right. And you know, adieu. Right. And so she comes in and she says like, I've come to say goodbye. And then Jocasta's like, well, what happened? What happened last night? I, I wish it had been different. And Claire's like, so do I. And then Jocasta's like, um, you know, I can't, I, I know we're not like of mine, but I admire a woman of conviction. My blindness doesn't prevent me from seeing how much you love my nephew. Um, and then Claire's like, you know, it doesn't prevent you from much as far as I can tell. <laughs> and, and then she's like, goodbye. And then, and then Jocasta just can't help herself and goes, you're doing him a great disservice, you know? Claire's like, Claire's like, look, little auntie, I beg your pardon. Yeah. Don't start with me. And then Jocasta says, you're his reason. You know, you're the reason he wouldn't accept my offer. You've a good deal of influence Um, on him. No, it's you keeping humans. Little (laughs) lady there. She says, you've a good deal of influence on him and he's blinded by his passion for you. If you truly love Jamie as much as you say you do, you'd (gasps) want him to be the man he was born to be, to have the things he lost in Scotland, the chance to be a laird. And, And I'm just like pissed off and territorial. Claire mode is activated. Yes. So she's like, she's like, you haven't seen Jamie since he was a boy and you've known us together all of a few days. You know nothing about me or my husband. Go, and, Claire, go. Um, and then Jocasta is like, I know that my nephew's no ordinary man to, to allow him to squander his talents behind a printer's death desk. Sorry. Um, it would be a dreadful shame. And then Claire's just like, thank you again for your hospitality. And then just leaves. <laughs> um, and so you're out of your depth here, Jocasta. Okay, you don't know what you're talking about. What you talk about? Zip it. And then, okay, so now we're out front, and this is um, Jamie and Jamie and Ulysses are like readying the horses and the the mule. They have this mule named Clarence, and so Ulysses is like, Clarence is strong and friendly, and as loud of a mule as ever God made. <laughs> He's like. like so loud and then jamie's like i I have to say that's like my least favorite christmas song dominic the donkey oh (laughs) 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 and so um jamie's like you know i i appreciate it ulysses he'll serve us well and then claire comes out of the house and phaedra's there and phaedra's like um you know here you'll find some oat cakes and salted meats for the journey among your belongings mrs claire mistress claire and she's like thank you phaedra and then John Quincy, our buddy John Quincy Meyer is the, the, the woolly mountain man. Oh, yes, that dude. He comes by. And Ian's like, oh, Uncle Jamie, Auntie Claire, this is John Quincy Myers. And Claire's like, oh, pleased to meet you. And then Jamie's like, I'm told it's thanks to you that we'll not be traveling with a, a foul-smelling hound among us. Oh, yeah, he unskunk He unskunk skunk Oh, so they still have Rolo? Yeah, yeah they still have Rolo. Okay. Yeah, 
And then um, Myers is like, oh, indeed. And Ian's like, oh, what are you doing here? And then Myers says, your, your aunt, your aunt Jocosta tells me that you're traveling west to Willems Creek. And as it so happens, I'm heading that way myself. I'd be happy to guide you into the Blue Ridge. And Jamie's like, oh, that would be most useful. Like, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Myers. And then they leave and Jocasta's on the porch bidding them farewell. And Jamie waves and Ulysses does his little lean in whisper. Your nephew bids you farewell, mistress. And then she just like, waves because he's basically her eyes um and then they're off so now cut to the next scene says boston 1970 so basically it's very clear brie is meeting roger at the airport roger's flown into boston um he she sees him coming down the 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 terminal and they have a very awkward like hi hi awkward hug it's good you know it's good to see you How, how was your flight uh, you know, good. Yeah. Hopefully your car handles turbulence better than that airplane. And Bree's like, Bree's like, I guess we'll find out North Carolina. Here we come. Why are they going to North Carolina? So this is where this Scottish festival is. They're oh, going to like the yeah. Scottish festival in North Carolina, which where are Jamie and Claire? North Carolina. North Carolina. How interesting. That's um, convenient. So now we're getting like a car driving montage and you know, they're they're doing a road trip or whatever and you know they're having some joke about roger calling fries chips and Bree's like you're in america now call them french fries not chips <laughs> and they're you know going back and forth doing that no they're freedom fries Bree. they're freedom, freedom fries, fries Bree. get it get it straight and anyway so then they start playing that freaking game that they play where like the minister's cat is a Remember that one? I still don't know the rules to this game. I'm just going to let it go. What game? They played, it, game. they played it in season two, I think, or three. Where, what, when they were in Scotland? When they were in the car, yeah. It's it's a, clearly a game with you go through the alphabet. Oh, right? like yes. the ministers, The minister's cat is an androgynous cat, and then you try to have a reply. The minister's cat is an allegrugus cat. And they're like, what the heck does that word mean? Anyway, so they play that game back and forth for a while. Um, that's fun i'm glad i don't have to listen and they're just doing that and that and then he laughs and then brie looks at him and says you're pretty even though you have ketchup on your cheek and he's like oh okay and then they start playing the game and then she's like shut up and kiss me and she leans over and kisses him as he's driving he's like jeez i'm gonna crash the car i don't like this interaction anyway so then it cuts to a shot of them driving down this this road and then the road transitions into a dirt path that's the same dirt path that Jamie and Claire mm. are driving around. So to suggest that they're like it they're in the same mountain range, they're the same area that Jamie How and Claire convenient. would have been. Except for they just wouldn't know it because they think that Jamie and Claire, if they ever found each other, would be in Scotland. Right. Um, I feel like they're going to figure it out, though. <laughs> so then, okay, so now we're back. at a Scottish festival festivals. in North Carolina. Bet you there's going to be some reference to a print shop or a rebellion <laughs> or a Mr. A. Malcolm. <laughs> Jamie, many names and, and uh, aliases. Um, okay, so now we're back with Jamie and Claire and, and Myers and Ian. And they're they're traveling, and and Claire's in the wagon with Myers, and he's he's sharing his knowledge because he he knows a lot about the backcountry, and he knows about a lot of the the indigenous tribes, right? Because um, he trades with them, and he meets with them, and communicates, and all that kind of stuff. 
And so he's just sort of like, you know, he's the best tour guide, you know, he's like, you know, that mountain there, the Scots of the region gather there in the autumn to trade after the harvests in. Um, he's like, oh, I'm sure you'll find yourself at home there. And then he says that this area once belonged to, and I'm always say this name wrong, um, uh, to the Tuscarora is one of the names, one of the, okay. the names, um, but you won't see them anymore. Um, the land mostly belongs to the Cherokee now. Um, and then Ian's like, oh, the Cherokee are great warriors. No. And then um, Myers is like, well, they fight well and fight with honor. They do what they must to, to guard their lands from whoever has a mind to take them. And Jamie's like, ah, I don't blame them. And then Myers says, it's justice for them. Their way of maintaining, oh, I'm going to, I tried to write this out phonetically. And, okay. and so I'm going to, I don't know, the, of maintaining, oh, I think it's Nawa Tokyota is how it's pronounced, which means harmony on earth. Oh, okay. Um, so, so I believe that is a Cherokee word. Gotcha. Um, and then um, Jamie's like, you speak Cherokee yourself, Mr. Myers. And Myers is like, oh, you know, a bit. And then Ian's like, oh, Mr. Myers has spent many a time. <laughs> Ian, oh, Mr. Myers has spent many a time with an Indian woman. <laughs> and Claire's oh, just. Oh, <laughs> jeez. So it's like, you have to imagine this. Like Jamie's on horseback and then they have the wagon. And Ian's in the back of the wagon and then Myers and Claire up front and Ian like pops his head in and it's like, yeah, he's spent many a time with an Indian woman. And Claire's just sitting there being like, oh dear. And, um, oh, Ian. And then, um, and then Myers is like, oh, I don't recall that I put a number on it. And then he says, Cherokee women choose who they marry and before that, who they bed with. And Ian's like, I love this land. <laughs> Claire's like, Oh, Lordy, Lordy, Lord. Um, okay. So then, yeah, Ian's like, you know, I love this land. And you're like, oh, you're such a teenage boy. Okay. Um, okay. So now we, okay. So they're, they're traveling through the wilderness and all that kind of stuff. And now it's, it's nighttime. So they've made camp for the night. They've got a fire going. They're sitting around, they're sitting around the fire. And then Myers says to them, um, okay, I must part with you tomorrow and make my way to a, to a trading house some ways north of here. Um, I have tobacco. Um, I have tobacco for, I hate saying the word Indians. Um, for, for the, for the Native Americans. For the, the, you know, in, indigenous people. peoples. Um, and they'll have deer skins for me. Um, and then Ian says, Mr. Myers has been kind enough to ask me to go with him. And Jamie and Claire instantly look sus. They're like, Mm. I don't know if this is a good idea. And then um, Myers is like, well, you have nothing to fear. Again, the Indians who come to trade with, um, with the settlers are, are, you know, are very civil. And then Ian's like, well, we'll take, we'll take the wagon and then we'll meet you at Willems Creek. Cause the whole point is, is they're traveling through the mountain range to get right. to this town Willems Creek. And then Claire's like, you know, how long have you lived in these mountains, Mr. Myers? Like doing her, like trying to suss this situation. Yeah. She's like, you, you seem to know them well. Um, and then Myers is like, you know, these mountains are old friends to me and those who dwell around them near enough. So not to worry, Mrs. No, not to worry, mistress. The lad will be safe. I promise you both. And then um, Jamie's like, okay, fine. Uh, and then he just says to, to Ian, he's like, all right. Just didn't get your heed scalped. <laughs> and then Ian's like, oh, Uncle Jamie, thank you. And then he's like, okay, go help him with the horses. So then Ian and Myers go 
leave to like ready the horses or whatever. So it's just Jamie and Claire. And then Jamie's like, we'll be at Willems Creek soon enough. Um, and then Claire's like, you know, it's all right. I rather enjoy being under the stars. And then Jamie's like, um, you know, Wait, are they just going to go just start their own or did they do that weird contract thing? They, ha- they haven't, I don't think they've decided yet. Oh, okay. They're just, they just but, wanted out of the, the, the Yeah, they, they were leaving Jocasta's and like, okay, we'll go. So the plan was to, to go to Wilmington. Mm-hmm. Well, the plan, they were going to go to William, Wilmington and then see Ian off, but now mm-hmm. that's not happening because Ian's like, I'm staying. So they're going to go to this town, Wool- Woolham's Creek, which is, there's a lot of Scottish settlers there. Yeah. I just and wasn't sure I if they- think they're going to regroup and okay. maybe I wasn't decide. sure. If, okay. I wasn't sure if they had, or if they had decided that that they were doing that weird contract. Thing. No. I know well, in the last one, they were saying that that might be the better- Better like, option than- Better yeah, option. Yeah. And I was like, oh, had they decided and I just missed no, that? No, I don't okay. think they haven't decided. He's- he because he, he mentioned okay we could go to williams creek i could work as a printer claire, yeah that's claire could why. be a yeah. healer so we could just go to this already established city and just try just, to like yeah start make it there so i think that's kind of what their thought process is right now okay. um and so then um and so then he says jamie says to claire like are you sure you wouldn't rather go to a place you're more like familiar with like boston say or somewhere someplace that we can start uh start new and then Claire's like, Boston, well, that would hardly be starting anew, like not for me at least. I've already had a life there. Um, and then she says, and besides, it'll it'll be dangerous soon. The tensions will be rising. That's where the revolution starts. Mm. Um, and then she's like, I want us to make a home together, a place that's ours. Um, and then they have they have cute little forehead touch by the by the fire, and they're Aww. like they're like theme music, you know, that like their theme, Jamie and Claire theme music plays. Um, and so now it's the next morning. And so it's Jamie and Claire with, um, on horseback with Clarence, the mule, who's like <laughs> carrying some of their stuff <laughs> and they're traveling along. Um, and they're just, they're just chatting. So we pick up in their conversation and okay. Jamie, Jamie says to Claire, like, oh, so, so she could have her own choice of work. And then Claire's like, well, yes, in my time, women had more choices than ever. And then Jamie's like, Oh, okay. And what was, what was Brianna's choice? Um, and then Claire's like, well, before I left, she hadn't made one yet. Um, and she says, you know, it's funny. I've always known what I wanted to be. It was clear. It was clear as far back as I can remember. Jamie's like, oh, you were born a healer then. And Claire's like, I suppose, I suppose I was, but to be honest, I worried that Brianna couldn't find something she was passionate about. You know, she'd try something, she, you know, she'd try something and then she'd get bored and she moved on. Cause remember kind of just before Claire came back, they were having that huge argument. Yeah. Cause she wanted she, to leave school. She dropped out. Yeah. She was studying history Yeah, and then decided to drop out. Um, so I guess in the, and then we know the audience knows that she's now studying engineering at uh, MIT, but she's such a smart little cookie. Claire wouldn't necessarily know that just, you know, I mean, there's no way she would know that. Um, and so um, Jamie's like, oh, well, in this time, you're more likely to take up your family's work, you know, and, and be thankful for that. And then Claire's like, well, you know, she tried studying history like Frank, but then she gave that up. Um, and Jamie's like, oh, she never wanted to be a doctor like you. And Claire's like, no, no, Frank and Brianna, they were, well, they spent like they spent more time together. I suppose they had a stronger bond. Um, I think Aww, that's why she scary. chose history in the first place. She wanted to please him. Well, and like in the book, they talk a lot more about how, because Claire was so busy in medical school and then yeah. being a doctor or whatever, she wasn't around as much. Um, uh, 
when Brie was younger and, um, and Frank being an academic had like more flexibility to sort of, you know, be around yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. And then that's, so Frank and Brie were real close. And then also the, they talk to a lot about like, uh, there was always something in between yeah, Cranberry too. Well, yeah, because she was just she was like holding on to this whole other life that she couldn't express, right? Yeah, and this was an embodiment of it. Mm-hmm. That'd be so hard, right? So, um, so there was always that thing. But anyway, so thank Ash. So she says, you know, I think that's why she chose history in the first place. She wanted to please him, which mm-hmm. must be hard for Jamie to hear. I would imagine. Yeah. Too. But Jamie's like, oh, Dina Fash, she'll find her way. You're always telling me how sharp-witted she is. And Claire's like, yes, she is. Um, but, you know, there'll never be a day that I don't worry about her. And then we're hearing, like, rumbling in the background. So it's like okay. uh, like a storm's coming in. Okay. And so Jamie's like, oh, there, there's a storm coming. Like, we'll, we'll bide in a tavern when we reach the town until we have enough coin to put a roof over our heads. And then Claire's like, or perhaps a quaint brothel. <laughs> Yeah, don't let that one go. He took her back to a brothel, James. <laughs> uh, and then Jamie's like, Jamie chuckles, and he's like, will you hold that one over me forever, Sassanac? And she's like, not forever. <laughs> Just close. Be like, that's, it's like one of those stories to, oh, you know, the grandkids. Kids, did you ever hear the story <laughs> about how your grandfather took me to a brothel after we reunited after 20 years? <laughs> um so now it's so now some time has passed um the storm is still starting to come in and we can tell okay jamie and claire clearly something's gone on with one of the horses like horseshoes so they've like had to stop so this has delayed them from getting to the town and he's fixing the horseshoe or whatever and and claire's just kind of sitting there um watching and she's looking contemplatively at Jamie and then she's like you know you love you love working with horses and then Jamie's like are you asking or purely making an observation and Claire's like an observation and then she's like and printing question mark and he's like well I can't say I love it I was good at it kept my mind agile and my body in good strength too and then she's like will it be enough for you now I mean you are also a smuggler and a seditionist (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you had a lot of things going on to like keep you like interested and engaged, right? And then so if you're not like, trying to like overthrow a government, are you going to be like, are happy? you content? <laughs> Is it enough for you? Is this the little life? Um, and then Jamie's like, well, a man should be settled at my age, you know. And then he says, besides, I thought you said you wanted to live in a town in the backcountry. You said it'd be safer, um, or you said we'd be safer. And she's like, I did. I just, I just don't want you making this decision because you think it's what I want. And then, and you're like, fuck, Jocasta's gotten to her mind. She's got, Jocasta got to her. Um, you let her worm her way in there. And then um, Jamie, and then Jamie looks at, when she says that, Jamie looks at her and it gives her this look of like, okay, what's up? Like, what? Yeah. What happened? What's going this on This isn't here? you. What's going then, on here? And so then she says, there's a phrase that becomes important in America, the pursuit of happiness. And he's like, ah, and he says, what, you didn't think I can be happy unless I'm a criminal? <laughs> And then he's like, I was an outlaw when, when first we met and an outlaw when you returned. And he's like, if it was only me, I would live as one again. And when I was old, I would lie under the tree and let the wolves gnaw at my bones. But it's not just me. It's you and Ian, Fergus, Marsley. He's like, you understand? And then he says, I would lay the world at your feet, Claire, but I have nothing to give you. Ah, James Fraser. And then that was a, cute, not cheesy. I like when you're cute and not weird. <laughs> and then there was a then there's a huge crack of thunder. 
and the like so the storm is here and the the clarence the mule did not like that and he oh. takes off and oh, the no. thing is is he's got he's all got of their, their stuff money. he's got like all of their stuff takes off and they're like oh damn it and and jamie jamie's like um or no he and then so jamie's like you know we'll have to make the, the storm is here like we're gonna have to make we're gonna have to make camp here um and then they're trying to calm the animals down. Oh, right. And then this is where Clarence takes off. And Jamie's like, Christ. Oh. And Claire's like, I'll go get him. And Jamie's like, no, no, Claire, he'll, know, he'll not go far. And Claire's like, well, in that case, he'll be easy to find. And he's like, Claire. And she takes off. And you can tell he's like, damn it, Claire. No, let yep. me go after. So she gets on her horse to take after to go find Clarence the mule. Um, Poor Clarence. So, so now we cut back to we're back with Brianna and Roger. And they've clearly just arrived at this festival. There's tents and there's music and there's things happening. And my favorite thing is like, there's this random voice that keeps coming up over this like loudspeaker. And it's just like, registration for the calling of the clans can be found at booth five. <laughs> just like random things and kids are laughing. And, and, then, he, and then it's like, daily dancing lessons will take place from noon till... <laughs> it's like, okay. So they're walking and then... And then and then Bree's like, my mother always said men in kilts were irresistible. She was right because Roger's wearing a kilt and she's wearing like, a little tartan dress. And he's like, you look lovely yourself. And and then we can hear lots of stuff going over PA, man. Don't forget the burning of the stag will take place tomorrow night. <laughs> Thanks for the agenda, sir. Yes, we really need that. Thank you. Thank um, you. So they go into this tent and they're looking around and, and Bree's like, Oh, I had no idea. There were so many Scots in North Carolina. And Roger's like, they said it was set. They said it was settled here, settled here by them in the 18th century. And then Bree's just kind of has like a look. And then he's like, I hope it's not upsetting you to be here. And she's like, no, no, I just, it does make me think of my mother. I wonder if she ever make it, made it back. If it found Jamie, if she's happy. And then Roger's like, you know, well, I like to believe that she, she had did. moments of happiness. When Moments. there wasn't plague or kidnapping or pirates, All those things, or you know that that stuff. So then, anyway, murdering people. <laughs> yes, you know, and Mama Bear mode. Um, yep. And then they find a dude that's like doing those like instant portraits or whatever, and she's like, "Oh, I've always wanted to have my portrait done." Um, and he's like, "Oh, that'll make one of us." And that guy's like, "Oh, what clan?" And Bree's like, "I don't have a clan. I mean, I guess I'm a Fraser." And I'm like, "Yes, girl, that is your clan. You're a Fraser." Yeah. Jeez. Don't hesitate. And then she are. goes, but my boyfriend's a Mackenzie. And Roger's like, <gasps> Roger's like, boyfriend? And I know, me too. I was like, oh. I don't like this. Okay, cool. So he's like, oh, here's, we have some Mackenzie tartans you can wear. Here, put this on. And it's weird too, because Jamie's half Mackenzie. Like it's, yeah, I don't like this. It's like, like, like we always forget, like, Alexander. I, yeah. Malcolm Mackenzie Fraser. Um... And then, yeah, so she's like, let's do it. We don't have a single picture. Da, da, da. So anyway, so they get their portrait done, and then they're walking around looking at the portrait. Dude on the PA, still, the haggis eating contest will begin in five minutes. <laughs> Yuck. Haggis, haggis eating Blech. contest. Ew. Because, wait, what? Roger is Dougal's descendant? No. Yes. yes. So yes, they're, like, yes. distantly related. Not even, yes, yes. Well, it's funny because Brie would actually be closer related to his ancestor than he would. He would, even, yeah. Even because she, because Would Jamie, they be cousins? Like, yeah, be, well, because Jamie is Dougal's nephew. nephew. Yeah, so Dougal's, Dougal's son kid would, would they be, be Jamie's first cousin. 
Yeah. No, right? not Jamie's. Well, Jamie's first cousin, but Bree's cousin. Yeah, it, it would be, be Jamie. It would be Jamie's first cousin, Bree's second, second cousin. And then it's it's Roger's direct descendant. So it's weird. She's like offshoot related, just like Jamie's offshoot related because of the whole time travel thing. She was conceived. No, I know that. You know, that but yeah, like she's a cousin of his like, distant relative. I don't like it. Like like offshoot like, like not the direct lineage like an offshoot lineage right like not not direct like descendant it. but it is it is weird to think that like that's his direct family line but she's actually closer related to his ancestor than he is yeah. because yeah. her father is an 18th century <laughs> scottish islander yeah her, her biological father um but yes so anywho um they are looking at the portrait and all that kind of stuff and they go into another tent and there's this is what looks like folk dancing but i believe it's a k so it's what's called like a kaylee dance which is like you know again when they all you're in a circle and you have a partner and you twist around and then anyway it's a it's a it's a it's a dance and so everyone's kaylee dancing and she's like this looks like fun and he's like oh yeah it is good fun it's a bit it's a bit tricky though um and so basically they decide that they're gonna try kaylee dancing and so they're like okay this is what you do do it they start dancing all that kind of stuff so i guess it's like you have a partner you grab their hands you spin for 16 beats you do this other thing anyway they do that there's like a titanic shot of like them spinning (laughs) yeah 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 so you're like "Mm, okay there's a titanic spin shot they're having a good old time look see if if you want to be Titanic, Roger better die at the end. <laughs> Don't so give me then, that glimmer of hope. <laughs> so now we're back to like Jamie and Claire's time. Transition back. So the storm is definitely coming. Jamie's finished up with, with the one horse and Clarence wanders back on his own. But Oh, no, Claire. No, Claire. So Jamie's like, so Jamie's like, huh, Claire. He's like looking around. He ties Clarence up so that he can't like bolt yeah. again. And he's like looking around and now he's like, Claire, like trying to find her. It's been a while since we've had to have him call out for her. Um, and so now we cut to so Claire. Claire's on horseback trying to find Clarence because she doesn't know that he's like returned back. Yeah. So she's like, Clarence, where are you? And the horse is like freaked out by the storm. She's like, easy boy, easy boy. And then oh, she's like, and then she really she goes, damn it, where am I? And you're like, damn it, Claire. Oh, Claire. You definitely don't know where you are, girl um claire would be me i don't know one tree from another i don't know where i am um and then of course lightning strikes a tree right in front of her and she and gets cracks. thrown off the hair she gets thrown off the horse gets knocked mm-hmm. out as the horse dips off and she's lying on the ground unconscious and we're like oh great well that's fun so anyway now we're back with roger and brie and now it's nighttime and there's like the show. So originally he remember how he was invited to play with like mm-hmm. this band. So it's this show. This is what's happening. Bree is watching. He sings this whole song. There's the lyrics. Oh Lord. <laughs> you know, sings a song about love and alas. She wet another, blah, blah, blah. Bree's listening, you know, doing their thing. Okay. So now after that performance finishes, they're heading like back to their cabins. Mm. Kind of reminds me of like a, a, a sleepover camp where like there's oh, okay. great yeah. cabins named like this one's called Highlander Lodge and this one's called whatever. So they're heading back to their cabins and, you know, Bree's like, you know, I still can't believe what a great musician, you know, you, know, you are. Like what other talents have you been hiding? And he's like, oh, I'll never tell. And then they get back to the their, <sighs> their cabins and they kiss. And then he says like, well, good night, Brianna. And he's like, remember, if you need anything, my cabin's like 
right there. So, and she stops him. She's like, wait, I brought something. Um, I, I, I brought something uh, while you were getting ready to perform. No, I bought something. Sorry. And he gives her this little book that says a home, a home from home, Scottish settlers in colonial America. And he's like, oh, thank you remember he's a historian so she's mm-hmm. like you, you find this cool and then she's like you know i figured you already knew about the scots in scotland oh and i brought you bought your favorite beverage mountain moonshine and he's like oh how'd you get that she's like oh i asked around so anyway she's like so shall we like inviting him into her cabin and he's like okay maybe just like a wee dram so then the next scene is there roger and brie are like having a little bit of this mountain moonshine or whatever in her cabin talking and there's like a big like deer head on the wall that they're looking at and and roger's like his eyes are following me they're like i know it's creepy and Bree's like i'll have to put something over his face before i go to bed and then roger like gets up and is like looking at the the deer and he's like oh you know saying like oh he's a pretty canty looking for for a deer on the worst day of his life and he's like making jokes at it. You know, you're half the deer you used to be. And you're like, Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> and then as this happens, we see a shirt land on top of the deer. Oh, Brie. And, and he's like, he turns around and Brie's standing there in her bra. And he's like, Christ, well, you're a sneaky one. <laughs> and then they start to make out and things get steamy. And then they're on the floor and they're doing their thing. And then he's like, wait, wait. And then she's like, what? What's the matter? And then he's like, oh, I want this to be perfect. And then he gets up and he's like, it is perfect. What the hell? Why'd you stop? So then he's like, come here. He gets her up. He puts his shirt on her and gives her this like little box thing. And she's like, what is this? He's like, open it. So she opens it. And it's like this, it's like a bracelet that's been engraved and it's in French. And I, you know, yes, I, did French for many years of my life, but I'm not going to, I'm just going to give you the English translation. So it means, it. it means I love you a little, a lot, passionately, not at all, is what the French translate, the, the translation on it is. And then he, Roger says like, oh, it's from a French, French children's rhyme. They recite it when they're picking a petal from a flower. I guess it's kind of the same thing of, you know, he I loves like, you, I love you, love you, you yeah, not, he loves yeah. you, loves you not, he loves you. I guess it's like the same sort of thing they do. Um, and then he says, I mean, it was just, it was just supposed to be a present, but you're right. This is perfect. This whole weekend's been perfect. And then he goes, I want you, Brianna. I cannot say it more plainly. And than that I love you. And he gets down on one knee and no. Brie, <laughs> Brie goes, what the fuck? And he goes, will you marry me? No, and- <laughs> no, 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 no. Abort, abort, abort. Get me out. Get me and out. Then, and then Brianna says, Roger, I need a lifeline. She says, Roger, this is very fast. And then, and he's like, I mean, I mean, we can have as long as, as an engagement as you, as you'd like. It's just, it's just, I, like I, I want you to say, yes, I want, I want to give you my name. I want when the Mackenzie stand at the calling of the clans tomorrow for you to stand by my side, knowing one day you'll be my wife. I want to have a home with you. I want to have a home big enough for four or five wee Mackenzie's and a couple of dogs. And Bree's like, Roger, Roger, stop. I'm, I'm not, I'm, 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 not, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. She's, well, and Bree says, I'm not ready for this. And then he pauses, big long pause, and it's like you know what I, I I'll save my commentary till we get through the end of this. And he goes, he pauses, he breaks away, and he's like, "All right then, and no, <gasps> they bother." And then she's like, "Roger," and so she walks over to him and tries to kiss him, and he's like, "What in God's name are you playing at?" And she's like, "You said that you wanted me. I want you too. Don't you know that?" And then he says, "Oh, you don't want to marry me, but you'll fuck me." 
And then she says, you don't have to use that language. And he says, oh, and you can suggest such a thing, but I cannot say the word. If all I wanted was to have my way with you, I would have had you flat on your back a dozen times last summer. And she slaps him. <laughs> Brittany's jaw is on the floor right now. And then he says, if you don't care enough to marry me, then I don't care enough to have you in my bed. And then, and then Bree I hate him. And Bree says, that makes no sense. And Roger says, well, neither do you. And then Bree says, Roger, you can't just spring a proposal on me. I have school, an apartment. I haven't even thought about kids. And then he says, well, what do you mean by making me such an offer? A nice Catholic girl. I thought you were a virgin. And she <gasps> says, I hate him. I hate him. I hate him so much. And she says, she says, I am. What the hell does that have to do with it? Don't tell me you haven't had girls. I know you have. And he says, I, I have. And then Bree says, then you're a hypocrite. And he says, what? Because I didn't want to marry them. And she says, no, because you'll have sex with a woman, but you'll only marry a virgin. It's 1970. No one I know is saving themselves for marriage. And he goes, so I'm old fashioned. You're missing the point. The point is I didn't love them. I love you, but you don't love me. And she says, I didn't say that. And he says, you didn't have to. And then he, I leaves. hate him. <laughs> I was dying as I was rewatching this yesterday. I was like, Brittany's going to be so mad. I'm so mad on so many different, um, for so many of those, what and, just happened. And to be honest, I didn't mind Roger. Like as through season two, season three, like I, I, I was like, I didn't mind him. I was like, you know what? He helped. And da, da, da. this scene, when I got to this scene in my first time watching around, uh, to be honest, I'm still like, he's still, we're about to go into season six and he's still working to win me back. Like I, I, oh yep, my God. Don't like this. Don't, and it's, don't, what, don't. And, and it's interesting. Cause I've had other conversations. Like my grandma's read the books. I talked to other people who've watched the show or whatever. And they're like, she, you know, she just basically, she made him feel cheap. And like, he was just more like, I want to save it for marriage. And I was like, no, 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 no. The no, way no. that conversation went, first of all, yep. like if, if he wanted it to be that like, yes, I've slept with other women, but like, I, this means a lot to me. And and, and I, I don't want to sleep with you unless we're engaged to be married. And like, that's just personally how I feel. And that's different. She, that's don't different. In, don't imply that what she's a whore and not good enough and, and you're well, better than her. And yeah, like, well, and that was the story. And then everyone's like, he's, you know, you've got to, he was raised by a minister. Like you got to remember he's really religious and old fashioned. Yeah, but and he I'm can like, sleep around. Yeah. Mm, yes. No. And no, no. that was my thing. And, you know, I was one person I talked to was like, she just, you know, think how he feels. She just made him feel cheap. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Again, if it was, if it was like, like, I feel a lot for you and this is more than just sex to me. And if you can't mm -hmm. commit to that, then like, I can't do that. Like, there's a way to have that conversation maturely yep, without, that. without turning into a misogynistic asshole so, in that yep. moment. That then also implied that you had any right to her before that that you could have had, ew, 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 ew. And, but yeah. yes, so let's just say this was an episode where I, I, I was like, I don't like you. I don't like nope. you anymore. I nope. don't like you. So anyway, so that happened. So now we're back in 1768 with, uh, Jamie, Jamie hears about this and stabs him. Well, and here's the thing. I always think, I was like, how is Jamie Fraser, who is literally an 18th century Highlander, more progressive yeah. than this man in 1970. How? Because ignorance and misogyny and you know what I mean? And, and racism are timeless. 
it's so interesting though because Jamie I mean things were different he he knew Claire wasn't a virgin because she was and that is literally in a time where like you do not women are not supposed to have sex before marriage like this is the 1700s like that was a crazy time but I just as prudish as he can be and as possessive as he can be over Claire like I just I feel like that conversation would go differently if it was like Jamie and like you know I don't know Mm -hmm. he's by he's not a perfect man lord knows as as we've learned, many men just seem to remember but that was an belted his belted his wife. Yeah, that. But well, I had issues with that. Yeah, but, but again, that, but he was able to learn. Like he was yeah. like he's literally a man from the 1700s and was able to like understand and like anyway. It's just it's interesting because it, again, you yeah, imagine like you it's 1972, long but it's not 1970, even that. The like, presumptuousness of just bringing an engagement on someone when they don't have and then it getting mad when they're like don't automatically yeah. say yes to this whole life you have because well, at this point she's Could like you imagine? 21 yeah 21, because she's in school he lives across the long pond. distance have they talked obviously they hadn't talked about kids they hadn't talked about their future and all of a sudden you're just gonna be like oh yeah i picture this with all this and you're like like you that's imagine? a you're lot you're like you're like i we haven't he's even He's a lot older this. than her. He's like yeah. eight or nine years older than her too. And like, if they hadn't even said I love you to each other and all of a sudden he's, what, proposing when they're like in yeah. the middle of a makeup session? It's aggressive. This, that's a lot. That's a, that's a lot. Well, I would I, be like, um... And again, I get it. about this? I get it. It's, it's not 2021. I get it. Like, it's still older times. But I was like... It's not 1948. It's not 1950, yeah. like when Claire came back. It's 1970, which in America, I think is at least, because Bree's an American, so maybe Scotland's yeah. different. He's more old-fashioned. But again, Bree's an American. We're at the height of, we're just coming out of, like we're entering the hippie yeah. phase, the, the, the height of the sexual revolution, feminist movement, like all of, all of these things, right, of, of it's not just like marriage and babies. Like this is what you do and, and all that kind of stuff. And maybe for some people so, it was, but if he really loved her, wouldn't he know that's not what she wanted? Yeah. She's going to MIT to be an engineer. Like yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. that's not the path for her. So why would you then well, get mad when she just confirms and, that that's yeah, yeah, yeah. not and I, and I And I can give someone grace for feeling hurt and rejected in the moment. Like I can get that. Like I'm sure he put his heart out there and he, but it was, it doesn't give you a license to be an absolute misogynistic, misogynistic dick in response and lash out and be mean. Yeah. And to again, be like basic, basically he's like insinuating, Oh, like if you don't want kids, why are you propositioning me with sex? As if that's the only reason for that anyway, unless you a nice Catholic girl, you a nice Catholic girl, like, I thought you were a virgin, virgin. anyway. Like, that's like, so disgusting. Like, there was just a lot where I was just like, yep. I get, I get he's in, he was a minister's son and it's 1970. And she should have, like, fallen over herself that, like, and been so flattered that he'd want to propose her. Like, ew. But yeah, I'm just going to say that scene really rocked me and I hated Roger for quite a while. Yep. I, I warmed to him a bit now as season, as season five went on, but it moved. Yeah, nope, I don't. I don't, I don't know if we'll ever be the same. I love Rick Rankin. Rick Rankin. Oh, sure. Actor, love character, you, different people. But that was a tough pill to swallow, really, anyway. But, anywho. Okay, so now we're back with Jamie and Claire. Because yeah. they're having such a great time. <laughs> um, so now, um, it's, it's nighttime, and it's, like, full storming now, too. Like, it's pouring, it's raining. Claire comes to <laughs> on the ground. She wakes up. 
Um, she's like, looks around, she's calling for Jamie. She finds there's like a nook, this kind of like nook under the root of the tree that like fell from the lightning. Oh, yeah. So she kind of like goes under there to like get out of the rain. Um, and then it's kind of cutting between Jamie and Claire. So Jamie's out on his horse looking for her, screaming like Claire, Claire, like trying to find her. Claire's like, um, under this, this little nook under the, mm-hmm. the roots. And then she takes her boots off, which are, if anybody were to see these, they have zippers on them. Cause it's like boots from, oh, the yeah, time, right? they have little yeah. zippers. She has these black boots that she takes off cause they're probably like damped and soaked. So she takes yeah. them off looks all sorts of wet and soggy and uncomfortable because it's just like leaves everywhere and I'm just like oh yeah. that feels good like wet feet like wet socks or wet stockings does yeah never feels good um and then as she's as she's uh under there she notices something and starts digging and of course Claire finds a human skull like of, of course. course she finds a human skull there's like howling of like wolves and other animals around and all this kind of stuff Jamie's still looking after her or looking out for her. And then he, as he goes by, he finds her horse, but of Uh. course doesn't find her. And he's like, and he's like, Claire, Claire, he goes up to the horse and now he's looking around now. He's like, Claire. And you can hear in that one, like he's worried now. He's got a little bit of that panic in his voice. So now we're back with Claire. Um, and she, oh, she's still looking at the skull and then underneath the skull, she finds this like, this like rock crystal like opal thing and she's looking at it and she's she's talking to the skull now and she goes does this belong to you oh geez and then how hard did she hit her head right and then she sees something in the distance and it looks like a torch and she can see like someone's walking towards her and she's like jamie jamie she gets up she's like jamie think and then she stops she's like oh that's not jamie and there's there is what looks like um I could not even begin to tell you what tribe he's from, but it's, it's an indigenous man walking towards her with like a a torch kind of stuff. Right. And he's flashing in and out. So it's like, he's definitely like a ghost of of some type, just walking towards her. Right. And she's like, who are you? What do you want? And he gets right in front of her and he's wearing that like crystal thing, Uh, rock thing that she found. He's wearing it. And then she's like, what do you want? And he just stops and he stares at her, says nothing, and then turns around and walks away. And we can see as he's walking away, the back of his head is scalped. So that's good. And so as he walks away, so you're like, oh, fun. Okay. Have a good night's sleep, Claire. (laughs) After that. So now, um, okay. So now we're back in 1970. It's the next night. it's the calling of the clans that we knew that was coming right so you know there's marching people are anyway you better go to fraser missy anyway there's there's so there's marching marching bagpipes all this kind of stuff dare go to roger there's this big stag like this wooded like whittled like a whittled stag like not a real stag it's made out of um wood like yeah like but not like i don't know i can't even describe it like it's like whittled like you know when they like you know how like basket weaving they do like whittled but, but that's it's not like, that's not whittling but sure whatever whatever it's like this huge stag which fun fact apparently in real life it's sam's uncle that made that he is like oh. a business where he like makes those cool. things but anyway so it's like this huge thing that's meant to be burned right oh yeah okay yeah because it's all wood yeah, um yeah. and like an effigy or something mm-hmm. and so 
Roger, so Roger's sitting in the stands, sort of like waiting, and then Brie kind of pops up and she's like, you know, mind if I join you? She sits beside him. And at the same time, they both go to talk and be like, look, I didn't mean to like the nope, screw and then you, Roger. Bree's like, Bree just says, I really hate the way we, that we left things. And he's like, me too. And then he says, have you changed your mind? Oh, God, she, fuck you. This is the thing. There's no admission of like, I maybe said some mean things last night. Fuck I, you. I was an asshole. This is why I have a hard time. So she, so she says no. She reaches for his hand and he pulls away and he says, I can't do this. I can't pretend everything's. I don't even know what. And then Bree says, look, I never said marriage was out of the question. And he's like, that's enthusiastic. And then Bree says, <gasps> I Bree, hate him. Bree says, my mother married the man she loved, but later found her true soulmate. And Roger's like, so what? You're waiting for someone better to come along? Is that it? And Bree's like, no. I hate him. That's not what I'm saying. And Roger's like, what are you saying? And she says that maybe I don't believe in marriage at all. And then he's just like, he like is quiet after that and then the calling of the clan start and they're like the stewards are here clan gordon is here mcdonald is here blah blah and then brie's like roger and then he says to her brianna i'll have i'll have you all or none at all and then i hate him walks away if they so, end up together, I swear I will burn something to the ground. So then Bree says, here, you should have this back. She goes to give him the bracelet. And he's like, no, it's a gift. Keep it. And then Clan Mackenzie gets I would called. And so he gets up and he goes and he goes, the Mackenzies are here. And there's a loud cheer and they let burn the stag. And he turns back and Bree's gone. And I was like, good, I'd leave too. Good. Yeah, I'd be like, fuck like, you. And I think that's the hardest part for me is like, there was no apology or like, yeah. and listen, okay, Brie, was Brie in the wrong to smack him? Yes. Guys, don't hit people. Yeah. Just never don't good. physical violence. But at the same time. Don't hit people. Um, don't be a douchebag. But there was no, like, there, there was no recognition on his end that like, he if he if he could have been like standing of her p- position yeah be like look look like okay how can we her world was I rocked were... upside down what but like everything she thought was a lot yeah. like wasn't she, true yeah about and marriage she, even her that parents conversation marriage. like he could have been like oh like i really do care about marriage but like it's I important be to me you. let me let but i under can understand how it's not important to you so like maybe when we get home, we can talk about this more about what you need it's and what just, I I'll need. I'll have all of you or none, or none of you. Like, my way or the you, highway. dude. Well, and again, it's just, if he had have been like, listen, I was really hurt last night and I said yeah. some things that I shouldn't have. And like, I'm a, I apologize. Like I could have been like, cause you know what? We all say shit in anger yeah, when sure, we're hurt sure. and all that kind of stuff. But it's just I mean, like, we don't say that shit, but, but people shit. do, right? Sometimes when you're hurt, people say really nasty stuff. And then when cooler heads prevail, they're able to own up to it and apologize and maybe have her like a rational conversation about it. I mean, but not fucking like abuse. We're not abuse, given though. that. I don't we're, give it. It's like we're not shit. given that, but it's just like we don't get that. It, it, there's an, it, it's just more like, have you changed your mind? Sure, I'll have yeah. all. Are of you going to give in to me or yet? Then fuck you. So fuck struggle you, bus dude. with that. Anyway, so she leaves and uh, that's okay. That's that. So now we're back with Jamie and Claire. So it's morning time. Claire wakes up and it's in the morning. It stopped raining. Um, and she looks and like her boots are gone. So it's like, oh, that's inconvenient. And so then she, of course, she takes the skull and puts it into her bag. <laughs> Lol's Claire. <laughs> She's like, this could be interesting. Um, and then what she, she sees that there's these like bootmark footprints in the, in the, in the mud or whatever. So she starts following them. So she follows them along and she follows them to this riverbank. And then she can see over by the river that Jamie's there filling up his canteen. 
and he turns around and he sees her and he's like Claire and then they run to each other and they hug and he's like oh Christ like are you hurt like you he you can just hear it. he's like fuck I thought I lost you again like oh my god like what happened and he's like are you hurt and she's like no and she says I'm just so glad that I found you and then he's like oh well Did you're the, the one to move the boots I don't know. Well, she's like, oh, you're the, and he, she, he's like, oh, well, you're the one that was lost, Sassanac. I'm just glad that you, that you had your wits enough to come back here. And she's like, back here? What do you mean? Like, I've never been here before. And then he's like, oh, well, what about those? And he points and her boots are sitting there by the riverbed. And Claire's like, how did you get those? And Jamie's like, they were here by the stream, sitting here side by side. I wondered why you just like left them here and wandered off in your stocking. The ghost feet. was helping them. What is happening in the show? And then Claire's like, "Did you see anybody or or anything?" And Jamie's like, "No, no, just your horse." And I had a devil of a time tracking you through the woods in the storm. Once it abated, I followed your footprints here. And she's like, "Oh, me too. I've never seen a stream before, and those are my boots, but I didn't walk in them here." And he's like, "Then who did?" And then she's like, "I saw an Indian or, or well, a, a ghost of one." And he's like, "A ghost." And then she's like, I found this skull. I think it's his. And Jamie, <laughs> and I love how he just accepts these things. Because like, yeah, he's just okay. like, yeah, you would do that. Okay. You have a skull in your bag? Okay, fair. You Like, he's just, he just, no. I love it. And she's like, I think he used my boots to lead me here. Well, to lead us here. And he's just like, I, well, he really just doesn't give a shit at this point. He's like, I'm just glad you're care. okay. Yeah, you're alive. He's like, I, I suppose we should be grateful to whatever spirit brought us back together. And then she says to him, like, you know, Jamie, those things that you said yesterday about having nothing to give me. He's like, oh, dinner fash, Sassanac. You had a herring night. You should wash. Like, get some rest. Um, and so now we cut to Claire's, like, wa- Claire's like by the, the river, and she's washing this skull. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't think that's the washing he meant. <laughs> she's washing the skull. And then she like notices something and she's like, she's like, oh my gosh, Jamie. And he's like, what? Um, and then he's like, what is it? And then she's like, do you see this? And she goes, and she looks into his teeth and she goes, it's a silver filling, something that won't be invented for another hundred years in this skull. Oh, he's a time traveler. So Jamie's like, so he was, and Claire's like, he has to be someone like me, someone who traveled through time. And then she looks at the skull and she's like, who were you? (laughs) And Jamie and Claire are like, what? WTF, mate. And so now we cut to another scene. Jamie and Claire are riding. So now they're back on their horses. They're riding. They're on their, they're on their trek. And then they, they stop. Um, and they're kind of on this like mountain ridge thing that like looks out at, at everything. Um, and Claire's like, Jamie, look. And she's found a bunch of strawberries. And so she's picking some strawberries. And Jamie's like, oh, I haven't seen any for a long time. And then I get, so he says they're the emblem of fl- of of clan Fraser, um, which I didn't know that before this. I was like, Oh, and he says, hearkening back to Monsieur Fraiselier. So I guess Fraser's have some French roots. Monsieur Fraiselier came across from France, took hold of land in the Scottish Highlands. And Claire's like, Oh, Fraiselier, Mr. Strawberry, you know, do they grow them or was he just fond of eating them? And so they're eating these strawberries and Jamie like looks out at this, like, big landscape from the ridge that we're on and he's like this might be the most beautiful land I've ever seen and then she's like yeah it's hard to take your eyes off of it and he starts looking and he's like it's good land no doubt about that now that 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 meadow below would do for good for a few animals and the land near the river could be cleared for crops and he's like looking and she's looking at him and she's like I know that look on your face Jamie Fraser 
you're in love. <laughs> um, and then he, he kind of chuckles and he's like, you know, a good man would choose a safer path. And we did intend to live in town, not here in the wilderness with nothing, but what, but what it is to feel the need of this place, but we'd have to accept governor Tryon's offer, you know, the deal with the devil, we both know it. And then Claire's like, for so long, I've dreamt of you and I, a home together, a place of our own. And then he says, do you trust me, Claire? And she says, with my life. And then Jamie's like, with your heart? And she says, always. And he's like, then this will be our home. And he's like, and we'll call it Fraser's Ridge. And they look out at the view. And then, end of episode. Whoa. So that conversation we were having earlier, so, you know, so it sounds like they've made the decision. They've, they found the land that they, they just have loved. It's like one of those things where you're looking and you come across a house where you're like, I'm in love with this. I can't, yep. I need... So they've just like found it and they're like, all right, I guess we're going to make this deal with Governor Tryon and we're going to, we're this, this, we're going to settle this land is what they've this decided. What we're doing. This nice. is what we're doing. We're going to call it Fraser's Ridge. <laughs> so that's that episode. Um, nice. So, I mean, we've discussed our thoughts on Roger and Bree. Uh, yep. That's annoying. Um, yep. Do we think that's over though? No. Yeah. So just, but it's, I was just dying as I was rewatching it last night. I was like, Brittany is going to be so pissed. So, yeah. Not uh, I was chuckling to myself. I was like, oh my goodness. Um, so we know how we feel about that. But in terms of the, and I mean, obviously they're hinting. I mean, there's like little hints. She gave, she gave Roger that book, book. that is yeah, about they're gonna Scots it out. and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So there's some stuff happening. Yeah. So they're going to figure out Fraser's Ridge and, and, um, find and then with Jamie and Claire, you know, That's we, cute. I like it. Yeah, we got that. We got, I mean, Claire wandered off <laughs> again, <laughs> but, um, you know, that happens. It wouldn't be a season yeah. if that didn't nope. happen at least once. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And, and it was just, I think it was interesting to see them have those conversations of like, she's starting to be like, is this enough for you? Like, yeah. And then, yeah. and you know, and Jamie, just that admission of, listen, like if it was just me that I had to think about, I would be a criminal. I would, you know, be an outlaw. I'd wander along, but it isn't just me. I have you to think about. I have, you know, Ian to think about and, and all these, which I mean, isn't that just life? You know, it's like yeah, once you much. have, once you have responsibilities that you just can't be an outlaw. Yeah. It's the trade-off though. Cause it's like, you yeah. know, he wouldn't give Claire up for anything in the world. So no. as he says, I would lay the world at your feet if I could. But so yeah, they had lots of, Jamie and Claire had lots of like really cute moments where you're just like, oh, I love yeah. these two. I love them so much. Um, but yeah, that's where we're at. Episode three. Nice. Um, how do you, what are your thoughts? It was almost like two separate episodes. One yeah. I know you hated, I'm sure. Yeah. I um, like the Jamie been... and Claire. Hmm. Um, I like that the mule was okay and the horses. I yeah, I just got a little freaked out. Weird. Hmm. Um, I don't really know what to do with that, but I liked the episode. Except, yeah, like I'm pretending the Roger thing didn't happen because fuck him. <laughs> I like Bree. Still love her, but mm-hmm. fuck Roger. Mm-hmm. I hope you know. he gets impaled on a stake. Wow, aggressive. <laughs> oh, no yep. forgiveness. Um, nope. but yeah, okay. So any any guesses or thoughts of like where we're gonna go from here? 
Well, they're going to start building a house and Brianna is going to figure out and try and get back to them. Hmm. Okay. And Roger's going to follow her because he's a dinglehead. He's not going to let her just live her life. He's a he's dinglehead. He's going to ruin it. He's a dinglehead. Yeah. Dingleberry. Yep. Um, all right. Well, yeah, that's where we're at with this one, friends. Um, yeah. So we'll see you next time. With, and oh, I, don't yeah. even, I don't even know when this one is going to come out because we kind of front loaded a few. So I think it's going to be. It might, it actually might be January when this one comes out. So happy new year. Happy new year. Hope everyone was safe. We tried happy to, times. We tried to record a few ahead of time. So, yeah. I mean, it's, we're still at the end of December for us, but you know, stay safe. Yep. Stay safe and well. Happy new year. Make smart decisions. Exactly. Hope you had a, hope you had a good holiday. Yes. Um, and if this is the beginning of January, we're now, we will now be only two months away, less than two months away from season six. That means nothing to you, Brittany, but everyone else. It's part of time. Part of time. Excellent. Um, all right. Well, stay safe, everyone. Yes. We'll we'll see you on the next one for episode four. Um, follow us on our socials at she's an outlander. No, no dots. dots. None. None of those dots. I know you keep trying, but don't. Don't do it. No. Just and don't put those dots in there. Don't do it. And um, we'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. Yeah. Bye.